Welcome to Beautiful You. My name is Becca Starr, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. We are going to talk about having pain and turning that pain into purpose. And what does that look like? Create meaning and purpose in everything you do, in your job, in your life, and in relationships. And it seems like it's easy to say, you know, we should find our life purpose and that's what we do for work. Or we should look at the glass half full or um, it might even seem like a Pollyanna type sort of approach to life. But there's so much more to it than that. It's actually gritty. It's real. It's kind of, um, it's badass. It is, it's just a way to shift your perspective so that it actually changes the experience you have in this world. And now here's the thing. We suffer heartbreak or wrongful actions done by somebody else. And it hurts. I get that. This could be abuse when you were a child or last week at work. Your boss could have just dismissed this great idea that you had. And that just causes anger and um, resentment can build there. But I mean, you could get cut off on the road or in a conversation. This kind of stuff happens all the time. And it causes these feelings that are negative. They feel like rejection. You get upset, sadness, all of the things which are normal emotions. We have a need, a need to be accepted and loved by others. And paraphrasing what Don Miguel Ruiz writes in The Four Agreements, we actually can only tolerate another's mistreatment to the extent that we can tolerate it from ourselves. We have a need to be accepted and loved by others, yet we cannot accept and love ourselves. And my friend, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So it's possible to live your life two different ways. The real problem happens when you get stuck in the pain or the negativity, whether consciously or subconsciously, when you let pain define you and you don't find your purpose in that pain, in that negative experience. And this doesn't have to be this big job that you have to do the work all the time. If you don't actually use the pain and see the pain a little bit more, have some self-awareness for what's going on, it could cause just more anger, negative perspectives, which color everything, depression, and often a misguided life. So if you're not in tune with all the ups and the downs, then you could be just living in a way that's not centered and focused on what you really want, which if you think of that, it becomes this cycle that is of negativity and discomfort and things that just don't feel really, really, really good to you. And 
it is possible to actually define your entire life by these painful experiences in a powerful and positive way. So stay with me on that. What many people do though, is they let that pain be the definition of who they are. And that is not true. It is not kind and it's not useful. To make the pain be representative of who you are, it's not the best use of those situations, those painful things that have happened. And again, pain could be the big things, it can be the little things. As healers and heart-centered entrepreneurs, so most of you are heart-centered entrepreneurs that listen to my show, you may actually have more of a challenge with this concept than most other people because I believe it's, it's because it's the work we're here to do. So instead of healing yourself first, if we focus on healing others first, it's like the, the cart gets bef- put before the horse and it's not going to work. The flow and the success that could be there will be sort of jumbled up. And so knowing that you are here to help others heal, And that could be your purpose. You get that. But all of the things that happen to you, you're not seeing the purpose in all of it, like the great divine abundant universe that is here to be a playground for you or the gifts that are within painful experiences. There's stuff that happens and if you're not full on flowing through that stuff, feeling and flowing and healing and growing. If you're not able to do all of that, then it begins to affect your own health and well-being. So it's not just your success at helping others and being really good at what you do. That success also includes your own healing, your own health, and your own well-being. It's not just the results that you get. So if you hear that the client, you know, finishes a session with you and says how amazing that was. That's amazing. That's a part of your success. But because of the work that you do, you are, your success is also the clarity of, you know, the freedom of all of your um, emotions and experiences in life. And when you can shift the stories, so whether these are getting, you know, if you have road rage or you have sensitivity where people are hurting you or you're in a toxic relationship or any of these things, when you can start to shift the story and see that the pain is not a bad thing, healing is more important than the thing that created the need for you to heal. Loving yourself more becomes the greater gift. So shifting the story that pain is not a bad thing helps you love yourself more and 
helps you become more able to heal and help more people and attract people to you in a very different way. So when my kids wake up in the morning, they are pure energy all day long, but I see it even if they're sleepy and they're not, you know, jumping around first thing in the morning, they're pure energy. It is a magical thing. And it's something that is part of being a child and then life happens and it does start to change us. And I think it's really cool to be able to look at children who are growing up in a very loving and safe environment and that they're able to fully express their emotions and find out more about their curiosity about ideas and how things work and creating things or going on missions and adventures, all of that stuff. So kids are such a great role model, I think, for adults. But sometimes my children and I've seen it with other kids, and all parents handle this differently, but sometimes they have really big feelings. And sometimes those feelings don't make sense to me. So what I do, knowing they're having feelings, whether or not they make sense to me or not, isn't actually even the point, but I become a witness to those feelings. I sit with them and I reflect back what they're saying. Sometimes I ask questions, but mostly I just listen. Emotions and reactions that we all have at any age are similar to a wave, or at least by their nature, they are, they're supposed to be like a wave. If you can imagine waves coming into the shore, they come and they go. And when we can actually just sit back and watch them, Sometimes they are just the coolest thing about nature. Uh, On God's earth, it is just a miraculous thing to be able to be at the beach and see the waves and they come in and they crash and some are much bigger than others. And so the first tip I have for you that I want you to practice in any painful situation. So if tomorrow you're going to Starbucks and some thing happens and you feel offended or just like an ouch, like that just didn't feel good. Become aware of what you're feeling. Become a witness witness to it. If it feels more than a little ouch and it's something that even sometimes it's, let's say somebody cuts you off in a line or they something happens and it just doesn't feel good. If it doesn't feel good to you, it's probably because there is, and it seems like a smaller, let's say insignificant thing. Like, why does that even bother me? I don't know, but it does. It could be because there's some other deeper pain that you have that it triggered. Like it just, it's like we have these wounds inside of our body in our emotional state that it just reminds us of a similar experience we've had that it affected that part of our um, well-being. So if it makes us feel insignificant, there may be other experiences you've had that were much more harmful or much more impactful on you. And so that they 
this little thing could be just a little thing. Well, if it hurts, it's actually, if it hurt you, there's probably a little bit more to it. And it's okay just trusting, like, you're not going to, like, be a drama queen for acknowledging your own feelings that you have. And the more you begin to do it and just be a witness to it, then the more freedom and clarity and flow and amazing stuff that you're going to have because you're able to just honor yourself. And I want to get much more into that one sort of idea of honoring yourself in just a minute. But I want you to feel where pain is in your body. So let's say an emotional trigger happens. I want you to scan your body and feel where it is inside of your body. If you're a body worker, you know that people hold emotions inside of their muscles, inside of their bodies. There are memories that are stored and can actually get unlocked in a session. So if somebody was in a car accident, maybe they got whiplash or... um, they are getting a massage, let's say 10 years later, and you're working on their neck, it is very possible that anger could be an emotion that just rises up within them, or they could start crying or something could happen because their body has stored that memory. And we know that we know this as healers and body workers. This is very, very, um, this is, I, we learned this in school. And so this happens to you also. And it's easy to focus on our clients or to focus on other people. But I want you to focus on yourself. So find it in your body, give it a name, and then give it to God. Now, I just want you to hear the word God in the rest of this episode because I promise I'll probably say it about 20 more times. God could be whatever your higher power is to you. And oftentimes I feel like I have to give some sort of, um, I have to prep whether I'm working with a client or I'm, you know, doing like a group coaching thing and I, I've asked so many times, like, I'm sorry, like, if anybody has an issue with the, you know, with God or, you know, this spiritual take. And I, of all of these years now, I have never once had somebody say, yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm not okay with it. Every single time, I just want to make sure everybody's comfortable. I hear, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's, I feel still, still the need to say it. So, I'm going to use the word God, but I want you to know it can be whatever God means to you. That loving, caring, higher power that takes care of you, the universe, your source, whatever that means. Pray, 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 ask for assistance. And prayer is not out of a neediness. It is just going to God with it and saying, I see this and I need assistance with this. You can write about it. Take the action to see it. Becoming an observer itself is an action. And asking for assistance, writing about it. So this is your first step. It's being an observer and finding out if there's some information there for you. It's amazing to do 
this witnessing thing with my children. And not that I take out my notebook, but I just, I'm there with them. I witness it and trust that when you ask for assistance, it's as if God becomes the witness and there is no greater love. Now, there's sometimes with my kids, all of these different, like they could be so angry. And, you know, if it's Xander crying about Athena, Athena did this and then she took my toy and I don't want her to watch her show. And da, da, da. and he will say 25 different things. There could be tears and things that just he's saying, like kind of going down this list of all these things maybe that are bothering him. But it's really, really cool when it kind of the wave has crashed or the wave is done because either there is what I notice is there is something at the heart of it. So, or not, but it could be that he thinks that I love Athena more than him, or he's maybe he was embarrassed at school that day and he never even says that, but that's all the feelings of embarrassment that so many children have and they don't have those words to explain it. It's emotional, pure energy, and then it comes out in different ways. And so just to be a witness allows it to come up and out of their bodies. And so just being an observer at the end of it all, there is just this incredible peace and openness and love. And even if he was angry or she was angry at me and saying very bad things to me, I don't judge, I don't let him hurt himself or I don't let her hurt myself or others. And so it's just keeping him safe or her safe yourself safe. You don't hurt yourself or others. And instead of having this painful, negative, angry experience, and then immediately reacting and hurting someone else or yourself, then this is the work that you get to do. You get to be an observer. You get to go to God and have God be a witness. Who? What better witness than God? And so you're going to be able to ride out the emotion and then Maybe it's just like a bunch of different things. You've just maybe had a harder week and then you just feel all these things. Maybe you observe it, write about it. Maybe you're not crying, but you feel like you could. And there's just so many different things, but you observe it. You give it a safe space. And then instead of having that stuff get stuck in your body, you're able to see it, which helps it dissolve. Basically, it's not like it gets buried down deeper into your body. It literally dissolves. So as a parent, as a healer, a massage therapist, you can do your job better the more clear you are. And it can be uncomfortable to witness someone else's emotions and not try to fix it. And That's what I'm asking you to do for yourself. Witness your own emotions without trying to fix them. Our one purpose on this planet or the golden rule or the number, you know, the the one commandment is to love ourselves 
with our whole heart and love our neighbor as ourself. Experiencing this is to experience the divine. I believe that one golden rule has been applied to almost every religion, every spiritual practice, and self-healing, self-awareness, self-help, the foundation of all that is good and all of the teachings in the world that are that are here to speak to our heart. So what I believe is that everything actually starts in spiritual form, in the mind's eye, in the thoughts that have yet to manifest. I also believe that everything ends in the spiritual form. So we are spiritual beings having a human experience. We will return to our spiritual forms when our bodies have finished living their course. And you can believe whatever you want, again, as far as what that spiritual higher good means to you, but I do teach spiritual connection first because it's what gives us our power, our intuition. And if you've heard me talk about the Bitmore method before, you know that the third principle is your invisible team. You always have assistance and love and guidance and support. So with that level of support, why wouldn't we turn to it? So I'm asking you to remember how spiritual your real existence is and that you are a human being getting to experience all of these things. And even though it can feel like hell sometimes, it is not. It's your perspective and your perspective can be shifted. Now, I talk about this invisible team and the spirituality of it because in order to find the purpose in any pain or harm done, it's really important to rise above it somehow, to get a different perspective, to be more objective so that you're able to see what's happening. To me, this also helps to identify the higher truth that this is something I'm experiencing. It's not actually who I am. And I get to experience this. You get to experience doing the laundry because you have clothes and you have a home. So you get to clean your home. I get to all of the things on my day-to-day, you know, list of responsibilities as a mom to young children. Sometimes it's overwhelming. This can be a really hard pill to swallow sometimes, but you get to feel so many things here on this planet. This human body we have isn't just muscles and bones. We get to experience emotions, both good and bad, sensations, pain, heartache, and full-on joy. So if you can try to listen with the concept that heaven is your home. So I will give you a little bit more here, but I want you to just, in moving forward and listening to the rest of this episode, just knowing heaven is my home. 
I get to experience these whoppers of crazy shitstorms sometimes. Excuse my, part of my language, but you will always be okay. You are always in God's hands and the universe always has your back. So what using pain purposefully means is that you get to have these experiences so that you get to know yourself better, that you get to love yourself better and you get to work with the universe and you're ready to tell the universe, I prefer the opposite of this experience. It's the things that you don't like that actually give you better ideas of what you would like. So when you can see that the pain or the uncomfortable moments are these opportunities to get clarity, to love yourself more, to work with the universe more so that you're able to define what you want to create more of, the whole world and everything in it becomes a gift. So this means that the whole world is actually abundant. The universe is always there to love you. And this might be a a huge step from where you are now, not maybe living with these beliefs. And maybe this resonates so much that you're kind of almost there and this is a reminder and it maybe feels good to hear the truth because the universe always is for your good. And it's really sometimes I need the reminders. It's hard to remember when we have painful experiences. So there are a few things that we could talk about more about techniques and tips to kind of get through the stuff, but being a witness to it is one of the things. Getting a higher perspective, connecting with your higher power. Even a great tip that I shared in a video, if you're on my YouTube channel, um, I believe it was January, it was just, was it yesterday or the day before around January 25th about imagining if you have a feeling of shame, instead of feeling the shame and letting that define you about what it means, like this, something about you've maybe done something and you feel that the shame or the guilt and it becomes, you think it's a part of who you are. And I'm here to further expound and clarify. Like that is not who you are. You get to have these experiences. So the more you can kind of be an observer and realize, oh, this is just kind of happening and I get to experience this, but it's not who I really am, then the more empowered you are and friend, you will be able to help others more clearly and be more successful in all of the work that you do. So one of the things that I shared in this video was imagining a satellite going by overhead and you're feeling some shame and you just imagine the shame being a satellite signal maybe going up overhead and you just see it beep, beep, beep. It goes kind of floating by right overhead and there it is, that satellite of shame. You were just picking up on that signal You had that feeling, but for me, what helps me the most with that sort of visualization and that technique is knowing it's not who I am. 
there's like this signal, this emotional trigger that kind of happened. Maybe there's more information in it for me, or maybe I just need to see it, identify it, realize it's going to pass. It's just going by just like a wave, you know, whatever you can do to really see how, even though these are things that are happening inside of your own body, I don't know that there are as external um, as like I could say that as much because they are happening within you. But if you imagine the satellite, it's sending a signal to you, but your ability to see that it is not who you are. It becomes less of a an effect on your whole life. And so where bad things happen and then they kind of can define your whole life or affect your life in far worse ways because we get stuck in those negative feelings. This is just one of the ways to talk about your pain turning into purpose. And this is what I had for you today. If you um, are a part of our academy, you know we talk about, I have a whole program on pain to purpose. I've done lots of videos on this topic. It is something you can use for traumatic experiences, childhood experiences. There's so many other things we dive into on this particular topic because I believe a lot of massage therapists, healers, spiritual entrepreneurs, we get into this line of work because some things happened in our own lives that make us want to help others. Maybe some painful experiences happen. And if you're like me, it really was a part of defining who you wanted to be. Like, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to maybe hurt others. But you really go to the other side of that spectrum and you, you're, I don't know if I said help others or, I don't want to harm others. I don't want to hurt others. So you go to the other side of the spectrum and you be, begin to help others more like as a whole career. That is what it becomes based on. And that is to me, the most beautiful thing in the world, rather than continue the cycle of harm that was done. And when we begin to help other people, and that becomes our work, one of the sort of the things that could continue without a lot of sort of self-awareness is that we continue to harm ourselves. And again, like Don Miguel Ruiz had said, like we actually wouldn't tolerate someone else harming us more than we would harm ourselves. So if someone else is harming us right now in a relationship, we are in some toxicity that or something, whether it's at work, a boss, a partner, a parent, anything like that. I have a YouTube video on toxic siblings. So if you are in that type of a thing, you are actually not accepting and loving yourself. And that's why that's okay. It becomes a lot less okay the more that you are healing and not accepting that and loving yourself, yourself to yourself. So hope that makes sense. Thanks so much for listening. And every Tuesday, there's a live video, a live weekly show on YouTube on my channel. I'll put a link in the show notes. I hope you'll join me there. And I just really appreciate um, having this conversation with you. I know this affects a lot of healers and spiritual entre entrepreneurs, and it has just been my calling for 
a few years to talk about this turning pain into purpose topic. It's a big one. So thanks so much for listening. And I'll be back next week. 